Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It is a great day for talk radio, you know, trying to stay buoyant, upbeat. Uh, Not everybody feels that way, not all the time, certainly. I was mentioning, I guess, just a few moments ago, it's uh, World Mental Health Day, and the CN Tower will be purple tonight. You know, just a reminder that uh, there are many afflicted with this malady, and uh, none more so than the medical profession. Man, oh man, I was reading this story, a survey, I guess, conducted by the Medical Association, that Canadian doctors are experiencing significant levels of burnout, depression, and thoughts of suicide. One in three Canadian physicians screens positive for depression. And if asked uh, they, if they had thought about taking their own lives, 19% said that they had done so within their lifetime and 8% doing so in the last year alone. So what the heck is going on? Let's find out. Uh, the head of the Canadian Medical Association is Dr. Gigi Osler, and she's joined us here on The Oakley Show at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Dr. Osler, good afternoon. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you coming on. What's going on? I mean, how do we account for this? What is the story behind uh, these incidents of depression and suicidal thoughts and all the rest? Mm-hmm. So you know, the survey was one that we conducted in 2017, surveyed close to 3,000 doctors and medical residents across the country uh, because we wanted to get a good idea about the state of physician health in Canada. And just as you mentioned, some of the findings are alarming because we're hearing Canadian doctors report that they are feeling high levels of burnout. But interestingly, at the same time, they're also reporting high levels of personal resilience. So yes, they knew, they know the work they do is stressful and busy and demanding, and they're able to cope. But at the same time, they're having these feelings. And so to me, that speaks to more going on than something just with the individual doctors. I think it speaks to sort of bigger issues in our medical workplaces and the healthcare system. All right, just back up, because I'm kind of curious. You hear this term burnout a lot. Describe it in your own terms or what it might be, uh, medically speaking. What is burnout? Well, think about it this way. Burnout is a work-induced stress-related problem. And it's not exclusive to doctors. And in fact, it's been reported in multiple professions. And in particular, if you work in a caregiving profession, so nurses, first responders, police, firefighters, doctors, all at risk for burnout. And it's, it's characterized by this deep feeling of emotional exhaustion and what's called um, depersonalization, so a detached negative cynical attitude. Now, when it comes to the doctors, first of all, consider who these individuals are. Doctors are uh, driven, perfectionistic. Uh, They're people that don't want to fail or let others down. Consider the workload. You know, you're already working in a caregiving profession that requires a lot of compassion and empathy. And you combine that with 
long hours and heavy workload, those are drivers for burnout. Yet, by the and same the, token, if I can just interject, because yeah. uh, you see doctors, I mean, they're elevated to a certain status within society. Uh, you know, the old cliche is, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you'd want to marry a doctor or uh, have mm-hmm. your son or daughter marry a doctor. The compensation uh, is, for the most part, uh, rather rewarding. Uh, you have prestige. And, you know, a, a position for life, effectively, if you want it, it's not like you're going to scramble once you're certified as a doctor. So one might think that uh, they do have the odds in their favor, uh, and yet this number of stats from your survey tend to belie that. Uh, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm sensing there's some kind of a disconnect here perceptually. I, I agree. And so, you know, some of the individual strategies that we talk to doctors about are, are find the meaning and joy in the work that you do. Because most of the doctors I know went to medicine because they want to help people. And they go into it and they're helping people and they're helping people. The demands are heavy, but I think the survey says, you know, doctors are saying, we're resilient. We can do it. But then why are we seeing this, this burnout phenomenon? And, and I think that speaks to not the individuals themselves, but the workplaces and the healthcare system in general. So if you work in a field, even out, you know, outside of medicine, if you work in a field where you have um, high demand and low resources, and we're working in a healthcare system where we have increasing demands on the healthcare system, increasing needs, less money coming into the system, it affects patients first and foremost. But if you're one of the caregivers, if, if you're family especially, but if you're the doctor looking after that patient and you've been taught to do everything for your patient and you can't deliver that service, you can't get home care for them, there's not enough home uh, long-term care beds, that adds to this feeling of, of emotional exhaustion that doctors feel that you they know, want to do this. And I can understand, it's the system that kind of burns them out. I remember years ago when I was starting out in this business, I had a morning man, a veteran, tell me that uh, the work itself doesn't burn you out, it's the bozos you work with that'll do it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I took that very much to heart, and it seems like uh, he was prophetic at the time. Let me again, <laughs> Dr. Gigi Osler is with us, president of the Canadian Medical Association. Association on the uh, mental afflictions that seem to be, uh, I guess, very uh, predominant in the industry, uh, in the the medical profession. Now, I'm curious, too, because uh, when you talk about 19% say they had suicidal thoughts in their lifetime, 8% in the last year, uh, how's that weigh against the rest of the populace just as a, you know, a comparative? So, you know, I'll tell you off the top of my head, I can't tell you what the rate of suicidal ideation is amongst Canadians. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in Canada, we don't have an exact number of physicians who commit suicide every year. And I think part of that relates to a lot of the stigma that's associated with mental health. And you're absolutely right. It's really great that we're having this conversation today on World Mental Health Day, because it's these conversations, it's talking about the issues and the challenges that we face that help raise awareness and reduce the stigma to allow everyone feeling down, feeling depressed, having suicidal thoughts. Well, you say also, if I can just interject again, residents, these are doctors in training, or female physicians report the highest rates of these problems. Why would that be? Mm -hmm. Well, take residents, for example. They are doctors, but they're doing extra training to become specialists or family doctors. 
And so these are doctors working in the system where the demands on them are even heavier. Their work hours tend to be even longer. And add to that the fact that they're in a training program. Mm. So while they're providing all this care and working hard, they still have to find the time to study. All right. So there's no work-life balance there. How about females, though? Why uh, so much uh, for them? You know, I think that's an interesting stat. And and I think if you were to ask any working woman in any field, in any profession, about what are the challenges they face, you know, just trying to balance work and life, that, I think, plays a role for the women in medicine. Uh-huh. Um, and it's a challenge that women, I think, all over the world face. And you finally, you say that uh, this impacts patient care. How so? Increasingly, we're seeing a lot more studies that show uh, a relationship between physician wellness and quality of care for patients. And in specific, burnout. So doctors who are feeling burnt out their patients are less satisfied with the quality of care. Um, the patients may be less likely to follow their doctor's advice. Um, and patient care ultimately is affected by that relationship so deeply. So part of what I'm trying to get across is that it's not just about the doctors, because ultimately the health of our doctors makes a more sustainable physician workforce in the long run. Hey, speaking of the, the workforce here, excuse me, I'm just tight on time and I'm curious yeah. if maybe the resolution to this is certifying more doctors, including those who come from different countries and, uh, you know, they find hoops and hurdles that they've got to go through and they don't get certified as readily. Do you think we need to bring more doctors on stream? You're the president of the Canadian Medical Association. It may be a case of supply and demand. And if we just have more involved in the profession, it'll ease the pressures on the existing doctors. That's a good question, and I don't think there's an easy answer to the physician burnout question. And is it a matter of numbers of doctors? Is it a matter of supporting the doctors in their workplaces? At this point, I think it's a little too early to tell. But that's some of the, uh, I think, delving into the data that we have to look at. So, you know, are there certain doctors who report high levels of resilience, low levels of burnout? What makes those doctors thrive in their professional field? And then maybe look at the doctors who um, are reporting high levels of burnout. What is it about the work that they do mm-hmm. that uh, is causing them to feel burnout? So it's it's too early to say it's a, a number problem, a, a number well, of physician problem. Or some may be in the wrong profession. I mean, it sounds good in theory. You go to medical school and you get certified and everything, but maybe you're just not born to it. Uh, maybe you should just be, a, I don't know, a street busker and you'll be free. <laughs> you know, it'll uh, ease things up. I, sometimes you're pounding a square peg into a round hole and a, there's just no fit there. But uh, that's for another time. Doctor, I appreciate you coming on and telling us the latest from your survey here. Uh, very instructive that doctors do face burnout and uh it's something that you know we'll all keep in mind and uh, take to heart thank you so much for your time thanks for having me on you got it dr gigi osler who is the president of the canadian medical association you know i guess there might just be well can a doctor prescribe for themselves write a script and take care of these things i don't think they can for themselves but 
the medical marijuana supposed to relieve anxiety, stress, and all these kinds of things? Is that the antidote to some of the stuff? Because, you know, it's being legalized in a week. And this is another concern that I share anyway. Just reading the stats from Colorado, for example, there was a spike in uh, impairment-related accidents. And they attribute that, of course, to you know, the legalization of pot four years ago. So <laughs> we better hunker down. We're a week away from, uh, and I'm not even sure if the police are adequately trained right now and have the resources to deal with this. If we can anticipate there's going to be more people on the road who are high, do you think the cops ought to beef up these roadside checks in the initial period to send the public a message that we're watching you and you might get caught? 